Yeah, that's it. We're live. That was, that was awesome. I played oh, us I in. I thought you were just practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. That's that's. The, I decided to play us in with the ukulele. That's awesome. Yeah. What thought, did everybody? You think? thought I was just testing. I thought you were just testing it. I almost said, "Are we are we going to do this?" What soon? is everybody? Yeah, on our live <laughs> feed right now. We actually ping, people are tweeting us right now saying they love it. So. <laughs> Well, hi, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well since the last time we talked to you. As you can see, Jake has taken up an even newer talent, intros. Yeah, the um, I decided to give it a whirl. and um, That's yeah, awesome. We'll, <laughs> well, you've been talking about it for off. long enough. Yes. It's funny because in our first podcast, I think we talked about how Gina really wasn't a big fan of the uke. And then it slowly evolved into, well, she now got you me got the, one as a gift. Oh, yeah, well, and no. now you've and she got me made it thing. for your podcast. I got this thing right here. It's what a supportive wife you have. Do you know what this is? No, I have no idea. It's called Snark. Yeah, it's it's a tuner. <laughs> really? Yeah, so you literally, you turn it on, uh-huh. and you. T- I've learned this, that ukuleles get tuned to G-C-E-A. Okay. And so you play the top string is a G, and if it goes to that blue line, uh-huh. it's tuned. C. Oh. E. And A. All yeah. right, we're, well, we're all tuned up. Yeah, we're all all tuned up. <laughs> we're tuned up and ready to get turn up. Um, yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> Dr. Josh, actually, when we were hanging out, he he suggested I get a snark from to play it in tune. I was trying to play the ukulele like a bunch, and my mother-in-law like hated it because it just was out of tune. And I was like, "Who cares what it sounds like?" Wait, well, this was just recently on vacation. No, no, no. no. This was um, months ago. Did then, you bring the uke on your vacation? Yes. And I did. Um, everybody loved it. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so well, at least to you, your face. I learned a couple. I learned a new song. Um, I, just, I only know like four or five now. And it's not like the whole song. I'm really good at playing the, the first 20 <laughs> seconds and then just kind of like, okay, what can I play next? Um, I've uh, I've been pla- practicing with Wagon Wheel. I think we talked about it maybe yeah, last time. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me think of Ralph. Ralph, yeah. I, um, I, 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 can, I can play a little bit of the chords and stuff like that, but it's... Um, it's tough. I, I just play the chords. I don't play the As this all. podcast evolves, it's going to be like, you're going <laughs> to be Dave the, Grohl from the Foo this, Fighters with your ukulele. What is this into? What is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, Can I, was, I get a little harmonica? <laughs> I have one. I really do. You'll play us in next week. Don't worry. No, it's funny. I was actually talking to people this week about doing po- possible podcast intros. And as I was telling them, like, you know, what I was looking for and things like that, I got a little nostalgic because mm-hmm. I was thinking... I think it's kind of cool that we have no clue how to intro this thing and no specific <laughs> thing that it's either quiet and we just kind of say a weird inside joke or we just pick up a random instrument and play it. So I think it's kind of cool that we have no idea what we're doing and yet here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Once uh, again. And thank you everybody who keeps downloading and subscribing to our podcast and reviewing it and emailing us. We are so, so grateful because we love doing this and it makes us yeah, feel good that it's fun. somebody's actually listening out there. Every time you tell me how many people listen, I honestly, I really do get shocked. Thousands of people. It's crazy. It's crazy. It really is thousands. I thought he was joking, but I checked on it. Yeah. The um, I, went, I was actually at vacation this past week and so I was telling people about it and they're like, well, how many people listen to you? You got a couple of people? And I'm like, oh, you know, just maybe a thousand or two thousand at a time. <laughs> no big deal. Brushing off my nails and everything. Um, <laughs> But, you know, people, it's funny, it was, it was on vacation and people were, I guess, kind of like genuinely impressed by what we're doing with yeah. the podcast and even like the website. Because, you know, the, you know, with Gina's, we were with Gina's family there. They kind of all kind of take that corporate lifestyle, which is cool, works for them. But they just kind of think, they, they, I don't get it, but it's cool what you're doing. So it's, um, it's fun. It's kind of cool when people, almost not validation, but almost like validation when people see what you're doing and you're so engrossed in it every day that you probably don't see it from the outside point of view. And then people do listen. Like when my friends download the podcast and they'll text me and say, oh my God, you guys were so funny. Or I listened to that. I always think, wow. I mean, I appreciate that that, because I think I'm funny. That's so funny. (laughs) Actually, my father-in-law, he is probably one of... um, my most avid listeners, which he oh, does not, that. he does not fit the demographics of the 35 plus year old woman. Um, <laughs> he just celebrated his 70th birthday and, oh, he, happy um, birthday. and he listened to it. Um, so it's so funny. I was in the, we were in the pool on vacation. Um, and it was a whole bunch of family under one house, under one roof. Uh, but we're sitting by the pool and all of a sudden my father-in-law goes, and he's very kind of, um, I, I love him. He's just like very kind of like straight and direct. Right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Jake. And I said, Yes, we call him Granddad now. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Yes, Granddad," because <laughs> that's what no, my yeah, daughter calls him. I was like, "Yeah, Granddad," and he was like, um, "And he's sitting there just by the pool, just you know, shirt on, we were all playing." And he was like, "What is the dope show?" <laughs> I, was, I was like, "What?" And he's like, "What is the dope show?" And I was like, "What do you mean by that?" And he was like, "On your podcast, you said something was the dope show," and I was like, "What?" I can't remember. <laughs> and then it hit me. I was like, "Oh, it's." 
slang. It's kind of like it's it's a different term for kind of like the cat's meow, right? It's like <laughs> that's a great way like to the compare cat's it. Cat's meow, and he's like, oh, okay. He was like, you know, you said it, and I just didn't. I'd never heard it before, and so I told him, I was like, you know, when um when you go to your because he's on the board of a couple of companies, like when you're at your board meetings, you should say, oh, these numbers look really good. These numbers at the dope show. And oh see, my god, and, I would and love see that. See what happens in, throughout <laughs> the room. So. Yeah, um, but it was a good vacation. Um, Noah got to show off all of her swimming skills. Oh, and, yeah. Um, it's funny, though. This is this is really cool because it goes along with health and everything we do. Um, our pool at, that we have at home is a saltwater pool, and um, my parents have a saltwater pool, and, you know, her grandmother down here has a saltwater pool, you know, so she's always in a saltwater pool. So we swim, no goggles, eyes open, completely fine. Uh, and, however, the pool we were staying at, and, like, all these, like, vacation places are just super high super chlorinated yeah and so you know she was swimming and like literally opened her eyes and burned so and she she just turned three so trying to put goggles on a (laughs) three-year-old is like trying to put like a wig on you yeah it just won't work it won't work (laughs) it just keeps falling off and just like it doesn't happen so she um uh she ended up i got her like a really nice pair um like a nike pair and she wore it it for a little bit but then and then i had to get some just to kind of like play along with it and i look like I look terrible in goggles. Um, but you know, she was just, it was just the, the, the chlorine. It was really, even I was sensitive to it. I woke up a couple mornings and went and did laps. There was mm-hmm. like a lap pool where we stayed at. And so I did laps, but I don't know if they had just shocked it or whatever, but I mean, cause I had goggles on, but I could feel literally, it felt like my skin was burning. So yeah, it's good. It sucks. I guess at these big resorts, they kind of have to do that. Oh, they, I'm sure. In right. There. I mean, everybody peeing. And yeah, it's true. I'm sh- I don't think anybody pooped in there, but who knows? You know, people sometimes aren't clean when they been, come back. I have been to a resort where a kid went to the bathroom in the in the pool and they had to clear everybody out. And it was like somebody screamed shark at the beach. <laughs> I mean, people ran. I ran. I was freaking out. Did they? Um, did then they, they have to shock. They have to like bomb the pool. They have to yeah, drain it. Bomb. Do the whole thing. <laughs> Whatever it's called. They <laughs> drain it pool. and then they practically blow it up and then rebuild the pool. Well, it's funny. On the way up. So we left last week. On the way up, we stopped. I've always wanted to kind of check out like the northern Florida coast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we drove to Daytona Beach, Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, Home of NASCAR. Right? Home of NASCAR. Um, and so as we're driving up, as we're getting off the interstate, I get a call from the place that we're staying and they said, I'm sorry. Um, you know, we've overbooked. We don't have your spot anymore. I'm like, <laughs> so I called up like a couple and like, there was like literally no room at the end, no room at the end. I was like, do you know what are we going to do? So we called like this one really cheesy resort that was open and we got there and I got a, you know, I got a room and like somebody was behind me that came in to go get a room. They're like, oh, we need to get a room too. Here, like, they just got the last one. Oh. I don't know. Apparently, like, I guess this is when it's everybody vacations because, you know, summer, it just, I wasn't aware of that. And, um, but, and so we, so I get the room and then we're trying to find like a place to eat. Right. And so like eating healthy at this point in Daytona beach at <laughs> seven o'clock on a Saturday is like out the door. I'm like, where do we end up? And, um, we like went to a couple of different places. It was like literally like an hour and a half wait, two hour wait, you know? And it was just like, <sighs> so there's like this little hole in the wall pizza place. And my wife was like, we got to get, you know, Noah's got to eat. We got to mm-hmm. get something. So we went in there and it wasn't bad. Um, but it was just, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go back to that. I doubt they had gluten-free for an extra I, dollar. <laughs> I asked, and the guy with, and the manager with one eye kind of looked at me like, <laughs> like, no. Don't even think don't, You didn't it. even answer me. I was like, oh, you know, I'll just take a regular pizza then. Sorry. You know what's crazy about like a hotel being overbooked like that? Because you see it on airplanes and stuff too. They'll say, you know, we're sorry. We've oversold this flight. How does that happen? It is 2015. Nobody's using like a paper chart anymore. It's in a computer. Uh, How do you uh, overbook? Okay, so I'm going to... It's my fault because, actually, you know what? It's not my fault. No, it's not your fault. What do we say? When I booked, because I actually waited to the last minute. So we left on Saturday. I booked it on Saturday. But I just needed one room just for one night. So I book it, and I'm 99.9% sure I had the right date. It comes back. The confirmation email says, you know, a completely different date. And I'm like, so I call up the reservation. This is all before we left. And I talked to this very nice older lady on the phone. So you're sweet talking her. She was like, I see. I was like, if, if, if you don't have it, it's fine. I just need to cancel. I literally just put it in five minutes ago. And she's like, oh, hold on a second. She came back. She's like, don't worry. I changed it to the other, to the, to the date that you want. I was like, okay, can you send me a confirmation email? I don't know how to do that. I just, ch- <laughs> I changed it. And I was like, so we literally got in the car. I was like, Gina, I'm at a 50-50% chance. And it's a 50% chance if we got this room. And so sure enough, as we were getting off the call, I wasn't surprised. I was kind of like, okay. And then, but like 20 minutes, 
Noah just like waking up from that, woken up from a nap, and it was just kind of like she's starting to get fussy, and I'm trying. We're trying to call a bunch of different <laughs> hotels, and uh, but it was good. So Daytona was cool because you know they have like the tide pools and everything, mm-hmm. and the little coquina um, uh, clams that she was oh, looking cool. at. Um, the water was, you know, the water was really cold, but um, it was a good time. It was a good time to see kind of Daytona and just see what it's all about. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always about like checking out just kind of local things, and mm-hmm. even though the, you know the boardwalk at Daytona is not necessarily not necessarily a local thing, but it's just kind of something I wanted to do. Sure. Go and live in Florida. Let's go see da- Daytona. Cool. Okay, good. Check that off. Let's try next beach. So <laughs> we did drive up to like Ormond Beach like throughout the time, and that was neat. But um, I think we'll try something else next. That's time. That's nice. And then your actual vacation was wonderful, and the photos yeah. were so pretty. yeah, it was beautiful. We, so so we ended up to Georgia. It was really cool, and um, I literally took a. I, tried to unplug i so you know when we started the alternative daily you know four years ago like i literally just haven't taken a vacation yet mm-hmm. you know i may have taken a long weekend here and there but i've never taken like a full week's vacation and everybody does right and so we built it up for a long time so i kind of told the staff and everybody i was like i'm taking a week off it's like if you need anything text me <laughs> you know if it's important text me if you don't i'm not checking emails and i did and unplugging was really really good um i did you have a hard time unplugging it first? Yeah, I, I did check email like once a day, right? Mm-hmm. And so I did, there's a couple things that needed my attention. Maybe like once a, there's a couple things, there's like one thing that needed my attention every day, but it literally takes like five seconds. I just have to look at something. And um, in terms of like what, what articles are going out, the content and stuff like that, because I'm still kind of like the, um, I guess, you know, the, I'm still the bottleneck in terms of like, you know, content ideas of, of what's going out that day. And so it literally takes me five minutes a day. So that's that's all it was. Did anybody give you grief for having to check or do a little bit of work? No, it was no, no, no. Oh, in terms of like, um, oh, family. Jake, you said you'd unplug. No, because they because they're all workers too, so they completely understood. But um, even even my wife, she I didn't see her open a computer once, which oh, is good for crazy. Her. Um, so it was cool. So I'd get up every morning like at six thirty, and um, and just went and watched the sunrise. And it was kind of you know, Gina and Noah, you know, slept in a little bit, and you know, go for like a four mile walk on the beach, nice. or do my laps and stuff like that. So it's, I'm always about seeing. I love looking at different beaches, and so I got to see you know Daytona Beach, and then I got to see this beach. It was just really nice. Um, you know, the beaches in Georgia are are different than the ones down mm-hmm. here, and even Daytona, like they're all that hard packed sand. And yeah. in Daytona, you can drive on it, and people are definitely riding their bikes on it. And then even at the beach in Georgia, people were riding the bikes on That's it, which cool. doesn't happen. So Noah got to see all that stuff too, which is That's really great neat. for yeah. her. Yeah, so it was a uh, it was good. The one problem though with with traveling, I'm a I'm a coffee snob as uh-huh. we've, we've, we've as we've, we know as we know. Um, like trying to f- like I'm all about organic coffee, but if you're staying in Daytona Beach, right? Mm-hmm. There's I could not find an organic coffee place. No. Um, so you know there was a Starbucks. Obviously, I do my Starbucks thing. I did actually. I lied. I had a coffee that morning at the hotel of this little cheesy resort and i mean it was t- i didn't even finish it yeah and hotel like, coffee like that is oh, always sucks. bad it it's sucks. always bad and so of course they give you the splenda equal and all this stuff and sugar oh, and I'm, like, I'm just gonna you know roughneck this one <laughs> and just bring it back but um but yeah so then going up to georgia you know there was uh, at the like the little resort place there was a there was a coffee place and so they actually had an espresso machine I'm like okay at least you kind of have a step Civilization. up yeah so i did my <laughs> i did my americanos and so, and so like i do an americano in the morning and do it in the afternoon and it's like the same person there every single time. She's like, do you drink anything else other than coffee? I'm like, yes, I drink tons I drink of beer. <laughs> beer and coffee is what fuels me. Um, but it was just tough to find um, tough to find really good coffee um, there. But I'm back to my house where I have my organic coffee. Again, and I preach this on the website, I should have brought my own coffee maker. I should have, uh, you know, brought my own beans and stuff oh like that. Oh, God, but you're so high maintenance. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't do anything <laughs> like that. So, um yeah, I uh, it was it was a good it was a good vacation. Um, I'm so glad I'm back to my coffee. I'll be doing some coffee taste testing now, I which we won't that. get into. But there's a, we have a surprise in the coming weeks for the alternative dailies. But I've been doing some coffee testing, Ooh. which um, which I hope everybody will enjoy later on. But I'm so do you just walk around wired sometimes? Well, like funny. not now, honey. I'm testing coffee. Well, it's funny. Like <laughs> I when I came back from vacation, there's literally like eight bags of coffee that came to the house. Oh my god! Of just like these different blends and stuff like that, and I was just like, oh my god! I was like, I'm have a heart attack just doing all this. <laughs> stuff so <laughs> Noah's gonna think you're the most fun daddy ever I when know. you're t- testing Jeez. those coffees um but it's uh it was good and so I'm fine I'm so glad to get back to my regular cup of joe yes even though you're at like an amazing resort oh it was beautiful <laughs> it was great it was great had a great time a lot of family under one roof um just a lot of family under one roof, but it's um, but we all got along well, and that's great. You know, it's just because everybody has their own personalities, everybody has their mm-hmm. routines and stuff like that. And with us, we kind of hold the trump card, meaning we have a we have a child. So it's hey, we're up, we're doing breakfast at eight, we're doing lunch at twelve, 
dinner if we can make it to six or seven great and so some people don't have that necessary like that same thing some people sleeping in whatever and that's fine that's what they do but you know we just it's lunch for us at noon and it's you know dinner time around six i mean also because you know we have our daughter but then i have a very grumpy wife when she gets hungry so it's she gets hangry i guess is the term hangry. i get hangry i get very hangry too yes um, so that was my vacation, and I did bring all, I did bring the ukulele. Um, Gina's brother is actually a really talented singer. Oh, um, really? He sang like acapella in like a band in college and oh, stuff like cool. that. Oh, cool! And um, he says now that he doesn't, you know, sing on command. Um, but I actually got him to sing <laughs> just a barks and sits. He just barks and sits. <laughs> um, but it's cool because I, I was playing and stuff like that. that and everyone's like, been nice. there, "Are you taking lessons?" I was like, oh, "Just YouTube." <laughs> so it's kind of cool. I like. Um, I love. I love playing the ukulele now. So we'll see. All right. So more intros to come, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, um, I know a couple more. Um, <laughs> but we'll see. And so that was my week, Megan. What's going on with you? So my week, my week was good. Uh, very uneventful as compared to everything like that. Um, if you guys missed last podcast, I talked about how recently I lost somebody in my life very, very close to me. And so I actually went to talk to a grief counselor. I figured that it would be a good idea. You know, I'm, I'm very always really conscious of, you know, treating my body right and eating right. And so I figured with, you know, this emotional crazy thing that's happened that I would, you know, seek counseling and just at least somebody else to talk to. You know, obviously my loved ones, my boyfriend listened to me talk about it for free. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll spend way too much money to sit in a chair and talk to somebody else about it. But it was great. And I'm looking forward to going back and whether or not anybody, you know, I know some people, it's like very divided. Some people think counseling is great. Some people don't. It's obviously a personal choice and you know, it's cool. I'm just sort of exploring all different kinds of things that I can do. You know, I've even started making a list of things that Jenna, my best friend who passed that she loves or things that she did. And I want to sort of try and do a lot of those things. So I'm looking into like going on a yoga retreat because her and I had talked for a while about going on like this yoga retreat. So I'm going to look where into, uh, maybe it? doing one. Well, there was one that we had found in Costa Rica and there's one that we had seen in Mexico. So I was oh, thinking, wow. So maybe like a, I would, like a legit we had like talked about going on a vacation. You know, I mean, so it's you're like, just, I mean, you're just not going, you know, 30 minutes north. And no, just, uh, no, no. I would like actually cool. take some time to do that. Would you go by yourself or would uh, you? Maybe I maybe see if my my best friend or my boyfriend wants to come with me, but I, I'm, I would love the idea of traveling alone. So I'm thinking about something like that, but even more um, short term than that, Jenna was a big fan of Salvador Dali, the artist. Okay. She lived in Spain, okay. so she really fell in love with his art. And there is actually a Dali museum in St. Petersburg, Florida. Ah. And that's a lot easier and more affordable just to like in the immediate go to. Are you going to go buy a painting or something? No, I would just go to the museum. Oh. I'm not going to buy a Dali painting. Why? Are you giving me a raise? I, I'm just... I, <laughs> I'm not familiar with that artist. So I didn't know. Oh, I didn't no, know if it was like, like a local time. artist. That no, 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 no. This is like on the level of saying like, oh, so-and-so loved, not, I'm not comparing the art, but so-and-so loved Picasso. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he's, okay. He has a museum. He has many museums. So this isn't like a home dude that's just like, no, no, just no. Just no. by the beach and just No, I, I wish he had. Jenna had very expensive tastes. Obviously, I'm talking about going away to Mexico and to the Dali Museum. <laughs> so she was not, she had a very expensive taste. So I'm looking into different things to do, but something that um, this counselor suggested that I do that I thought was really cool is, um, and maybe if anybody out there has ever, you know, been to counseling or something like this before or lost somebody, an activity that I actually have homework to do is to, he wants me to write a letter and he wants me to write a letter to Jenna and it can be anything that I want. And then he wants me to write a letter back to myself as though Jenna were responding to the letter. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting and it seems Oh, it should be pretty easy, but I like started thinking about it yesterday and I actually haven't even gotten around to doing it yet because I need to give myself some time to think about it because I want to... Did you feel like when he said that, did you feel weird like... That's weird. Uh, I'm just going to. No, no, because I'm, I'm open to, I mean, right. whatever he told me to do, I would probably gotcha. do anyways. That's, you know, I went I, there. I've always found myself being like skeptical. Not, not of that. I'm no, just saying. No, of course I understand. At, at the very beginning, like I've done stuff like that, but I'm like, I always find myself skeptical. Like, fine, I'm going to do this. this is just yeah. To get it right. Done. So normally, right. So normally I might be like that, but because this is something where I really want to see if this is the way that I could, you know, right. move on to healing. I want to take it seriously. Yeah. So normally if this was, you know, like how we talked about last week when we were in high school and stuff, normally if this was like an actual school homework assignment, I would probably do it right before my appointment. On, right. You know, but now instead I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself a few days go. and maybe even like make sure my penmanship looks nice. And like, oh, actually, I have terrible handwriting. I'm a lefty. I have the worst handwriting. I'm actually ambidextrous, but that's for another <laughs> day. I'm really special. <laughs> um, do, do you throw with your left? I throw with my right, 
and I play paddle ball. And I know this because I played paddle ball yesterday. I play paddle ball with my right and I throw with my right, but I write with my left. Do you do anything else? Is your left hand dominant? Like when you're I cooking? I eat with my left. Okay. I eat with my left. Um, I chop with my right. When you give high fives. Right. Huh. Isn't that weird? I'm like a true ambi. Butt slaps, right or left? Both hands. <laughs> I, go in I go right away with both hands. Very I want good. both cheeks. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, that's so good. I'm, I am glad. I'm, yeah. I'm actually really glad to I am hear glad that. too. It Thank takes, you. It takes time. and um, It's a process. I'm will, in a process. Well, I'll tell you this is that um, the one thing I've learned too, just from everything I've dealt with and just even just later things, it's everybody could use somebody to talk to because it's just going to come Absolutely. You bring it back to yourself but there's always you can learn a lot from other people and I'm yeah. big on just talking to people whether it's a counselor whether it's a no, you know, somebody course. who's completely you know un, you know who knows nothing about the situation mm -hmm. but somebody just kind of like empty out too it's really cool and yeah great. that's the thing is you know I have you and I have some of my other friends and my boyfriend to talk to that know me or also know this person that I lost and it's different than when you meet somebody and you shake their hand and then you just like go into your whole right. here's why I'm screwed up right now how can you help me so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So I will have more to tell people in the future. Awesome. Oh, when I'm fully enlightened one day. Yes. And I come in here like on a little cloud. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you for that update. The um, you know what we forgot to do at the beginning, and we usually I know. do. We've got to tell people that we're giving away. We're giving something else. These giveaways get better and better and better. I have honestly been telling people you need to enter these giveaways. So. If yeah. you listen to last podcast. So if you listen to last podcast, I'm sorry, it just, it just blew my mind that we didn't even tell anybody at the beginning of it. No, because we were all into your uke. So if you're, yeah, that's right. So if you're still <laughs> hanging around, I'm sure 100% of people are. Um, of course. Then, um, so last, the, um, two weeks ago, we said that we we're going to give away these Yeti coolers. And I told you they are. Uh, they're incredible. They're the cat's meow. They, really they are. are. They are the cat's um, meow. They're really cool. Um, they're awesome. And so we actually were giving away two Yeti coolers um, to people that were actually, it was actually people who would suggest um non-health topics for us to talk about and we were going to pick randomly two but two that we really liked um i do want to say though i was actually pretty surprised about what the um topics were yeah it was and kind of interesting I, the number one topic out of everyone it, it wasn't everyone suggested but like i would say 60 percent wanted to hear about what Jake and Megan's take was for Donald Trump for president, which is hilarious. Which, which is so funny because it's it's not something like I like sit around and talk about all day. No. It's not when Megan sits around and talk about all day, but people want to know what we think. So you're uh, gonna we'll, get it. We'll share that in one <laughs> second. Um, but so first of all, our first um, Yeti is going to go to um, Miss Laura Wilson. You're getting a Yeti cooler, and we're also gonna give one to Melinda Talkington. Um, you guys are getting a Yeti. The cooler. ladies have swept the competition ladies, so this they're, week. They're really good topics. Um, and we will continue to talk about some of the topics that you guys had. I just thought that theirs were the best, um, in terms of, you know, what to talk about and timely and everything like that. So, um, I don't think any of these, now that I'm looking at it, cause each person's like, um, yeah, I don't think any of them actually selected, suggested Donald Trump for president, mm -hmm. but that was the majority of people they wanted to hear that. That's so, cool. so we'll get to that. Um, so congratulations, ladies. Yes, congratulations. So to win a Vitamix, and we're going to get into the topics that they suggested in one second. Um, to That's get, right. This week is a Vitamix. We're this week is a Vitamix. This is crazy. Yeah, I have one. They're awesome. I don't even have any of the things that we're giving away. Um, if you if you have a ninja. <laughs> You I have a ninja. Do you really? I do. Oh, My mom got it for me like from over the television. You just literally took all the energy out of the room. I know. They're I so know. Bad. And you know why? So because bad. I'm sorry if you have one out there. I well, just I, I can't remember, stand them. They're I terrible. remember when Those you blades, got. It's just all marketing. I remember when you got uh, Susan, our head content producer, you got her a Vitamix, I think for the holidays as a gift because you hated the fact that she had a ninja. Yes. And um, I remember seeing that and thinking, well, terrible. I'm never going to tell Absolute, Jake I Absolutely terrible. And if you have one out there, I, it's not personal. You're a great and awesome person. But you're terrible. Uh, <laughs> like but, me. But you should probably participate this to get a, to get a Vitamix. Um, and I, why is and that? Listen, why is well, that? Well, listen, I know that the one big selling point of the ninja, ninja is it's cheap. So it's like 99 bucks. Yeah. And I you think I got it for less all, than that. And you get all these blades and it looks great and stuff like They are they suck. They're terrible. Yeah, it's not that great. I mean, and they're it's not, really, really they're not. not. And there's a, it's just a lot of blades that all it is. Um, the I, I even think like the stuff like the Oster or like the regular like KitchenAids <laughs> are better than I just do but not. But if you watch like, how they present it on a home shopping it, it's show, all it is. it's incredible. Um, it's incredible. 
Yeah, the best one, like the best economical one you can get, Magic Bullet. Hands down, go for Magic Bullet. Okay. Because it's like it's like literally like thirty four dollars, and you can get all these different attachments. It's smaller. It's just like it's really like for one person. Although you can get like a pitcher. Get a, get a magic bullet before you get a ninja. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to make up an email address. And poor ninja. I mean, myself as a winner. I guess I just kind of like you know burn that bridge. Ninja. Yeah. I mean, seriously. They, they will, probably won't be an advertiser. This for This podcast us. is not brought to you by Ninja. Um, but uh, we're gonna give away a Vitamix. Um, I have incredible. one. They're awesome. My dad was my dad was here and he was putting some stuff in the blender. I was telling him how awesome the you know Vitamix and he never used it. And he had he put like a bunch of ice. I don't put any ice in my mm-hmm. smoothies, but his was like full of ice and everything. And I just saw he turned it on and it was like, Whoa, and just like literally like in five seconds, just like did everything. And he just kind of looked at me and I was like, yeah, that's the Vitamix. <laughs> People make soups in their Vitamix. They can I've made make a, pestos I've made and hummus, sauces. Hummus. hummus. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so to get your Vitamix, here's what you have to do. So no longer can you email Jake at the alternative daily.com. No, we're done with that. He doesn't want to hear from you anymore. That's not true. Um, Megan wants to also hear from you. That's what (laughs) it is. So Megan and I both share an email address now, podcast at thealternativedaily.com. So to get your Vitamix, to to enter to win your Vitamix, Mm -hmm. I should say. (laughs) Yeah, every (laughs) Vitamix is for everybody who emails. (laughs) Um, So to... to, um, Win one Vitamix. Yes, we're going to give away one Vitamix. Here's what you have to do. You have to send a subject line, Vitamix. That's V-I-T-A. I don't know if there's a... M-I-X. I don't know if there's a hyphen or not, but... No. Okay. It's like vitamin, Vitamix. Okay. Um, Vitamix. If you do have a hyphen, it's fine. Um, You just won't win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm just kidding. And so subject line, Vitamix, and then you have to tell us two things. Let's make it so simple for you guys. Um, The first is you have to give us a topic to talk about next week. Because after going through all this stuff from the Eddie Cooler, we got so we got the most submissions Mm -hmm. ever for the Eddie Cooler. Yeah, it was awesome. It was so it's it's like really it's so cool to hear what people want to talk about. Um, So I just want to kind of keep it current with all you guys. And so um, send us a topic, burning question like what do you want us to talk about, right? Keep in mind, we can't treat, diagnose, remedy anything here. It doesn't have to be health related. It could be health related. Whatever you want, you know, your burning question. You would, you know, you want us to talk about. And then there's a second step. There's two steps. So to qualify, you have to do two of these. I have to make it a little harder because yeah. it's a Vitamix. I mean, it's like a four hundred dollar <laughs> thing. So, so easy. <laughs> the second thing is, literally, you have to tell us because um, what we're doing on the podcast and, and the website, um, you have to tell us. Do you want to hear other news and information from us outside of health? Meaning, so we talk about health with like coconut oil and apple cider vinegar and exercise and fitness. We will still continue to kill it with that. We're Mm -hmm. still going to do it. Um, But do you also want to hear, I mean, you guys obviously get news and information from other places. Would you like to get it from the Alternative Daily? So first is burning question you want us to answer for you. Second is yes, no. Do you want to hear more information from us or do you not want to hear more information from us? Easy. All right. So that's email podcast at the alternative daily.com subject line Vitamix. Yes. Somebody's going to win. Oh, and you're going to reach out to these two ladies that won the Eddie. Coolers, I am going right? to reach out to these la- two ladies that have um, won the Eddie Cooler. And now we're going to go into some of those topics. Actually. Actually. Yes, we are. Um, well, speaking of Yeti Cooler, um, there's actually a little bit of sad news. The, um, yeah. there's been, um, kind of the area that we are at. Um, there's been two boys that are, they went out fishing about a week ago. Um, and are missing, and they've been missing for now. It's been about six days, and if you're listening to this, you know, after Thursday, it'll be seven, et cetera, um, and they they went out fishing, um, and they're 14 years old, um, and this area, there's tons of young boaters and stuff like that. So, And I, I grew up with, like, yeah. my friends and people, it's, it's, us being it's on boats. It's not uncommon. It's not uncommon for 14-year-olds to be out in boats. And, no, and, and, and they had their fishing. license and everything. They had everything that they needed to. They had their life jackets. They had everything. Um, the, the weather got really bad um, when they went out, and they have not been found. Um, the boat was found. The boat was found. Um, the the one the one last thing that people are holding on to hope is that they actually had a Yeti cooler mm-hmm. on their boat, and these Yeti coolers do not sink. I mean, I could throw I could throw one in the pool right now, and it would not sink. Um, but they have not discovered that, and they have not discovered um, one life jacket was found. There was four on the boat. There was so they haven't discovered three. So and the engine cover. So and the engine cover. Maybe yeah. they made a flotation. That's knows, what they're hoping. Right. Everybody's hoping for the best for these for these two are. kids. And um, it was just kind of cool to see that you know there was. Uh, if this Yeti could possibly help them. So um, I think it's just kind of timely. I just didn't want to bring that up since it is something that's um, that's local here and near dear to our hearts. Um, we hope that they are found soon. Absolutely. Um, 
So we're going to get into a couple of these questions, um, but th let's get into the first one. I have to, I, you know, we need to answer the all important question, which is what does Jake and Megan think about Donald Trump? <laughs> um, uh, you know, Laura and Melinda, you guys didn't ask about this, um, but I'm gonna, it's going to kind of dovetail with, with Melinda's winning question, which I thought, which was, it's a political question, um, which is, what if we did away with Republican versus Democrat and just choose the two top candidates to run for president? That that way, their ideas matter more than their uh, political party party affiliation. The reason why I like that um, question is: I, Do I think it's do I think it's um, doable in the foreseeable future? Probably not. Um, but this goes in with the whole Donald Trump thing. Um, I. I, I like the idea. Um, it's alternative, right? It's it's saying, you know, th there's two mainstream ones, you know, and what if people were just to kind of go, uh, you know, be selected upon, you know, their ideas and what's good for the people as opposed to a specific political party. I don't think anybody would have a problem with that other than the current elected uh, <laughs> folks. Um, I like that idea. Um, and so to kind of dovetail the Donald Trump thing into this um, is I, I, I'm flat out, I would not vote for the guy. Um, however, the one, and he has said some things I 100% don't agree with and I think are actually really bad the one thing I would say that I do like about it is that um, I don't even though he's running under the GOP ticket right now um, he's also um, he has no problem talking about he's criticizing every single person on yeah, the he's GOP. criticizing every he's single not, person in the he world. hasn't spoken even about Hillary or right. the Democrats at all and so I see what he's doing you know what he's, he's he knows that to win the presidency you have to win a couple battles on your own side mm -hmm. before you take on the other side. So he's focusing on that, which is smart. Um, but I just do, I, I like the fact that I like the fact that he, he's doing what no other politician is doing, which is saying what's on top of their head mm -hmm. and then not apologizing for that. Again, some of it is actually really insensitive and some of it's not cool. Um, but I do, I think that there could be, if there's an alternative on, uh, if there's an alternative to Donald Trump, I think that it could be really good if they're just a little bit, I don't want to say I don't want every, I want everybody to be sensitive because I think a completely PC culture is, is, is lame. Right. Um, but I do think that, you know, um, if somebody came up with some different ideas, but with the same mindset of being alternative and not, uh, and, and just going against the grain, I think it would be cool. So it seems like you are, part of the majority here. There was an article that just came out this morning, actually, on CNN.com further under their CNN politics section. And it actually, and I apologize, I'm going to probably mess up the name of this place. There's actually a poll that just came out from Quinnipiac University. Quinnipiac, yeah. Quinnipiac University that actually finds Donald Trump, quote, with a significant lead over his closest rivals for the Republican nomination and provides further evidence the field of 16 candidates. That's crazy. For, That's ridiculous. I mean, it's crazy. He trumps the field at 20% in the poll, and he's actually followed right behind with uh, the Wisconsin governor, Scott Walker. Right. So it's interesting from a, just a statistic standpoint, who was polled in that was it just republicans right whatever mm -hmm. um but you know he is making a dent in there and and even though he's running under the gop the republican ticket um he is not necessarily um he's kind of like an alternative i don't want to say he's an independent yet but he's just kind of like on the fringe of that mm -hmm. and I, again i don't think i would vote for him but here i was actually thinking about this earlier today so you have your there's a good chance hillary's gonna win on the left right, right? there's a good chance that Jeb Bush will come out on top mm -hmm. on the right. I know that you just said with your poll and stuff like that, but he, no, no, he just kind of hasn't started poll. his, you know, stumping yet. So let's just say the, the thing that scares me about both of them. And again, I I'm full transparency. I tend to lean more left. I just, I want everybody to know that. Um, but I'm very open to everything out there. Um, you know, I'm not excited about having one or two families run this country in the past, you know, two yeah. or three decades. And, and that's, it's a dynasty between two, two between two families, which is, what I don't think democracy should be. Um, so it's kind of cool if you think that you're going to have the two, like two of the major families mm -hmm. slugging it out. And then you're going to have somebody like Donald Trump who could possibly run as an independent and just beat the hell out of both of them. I think it's kind of exciting because it's so different. And obviously, you know, he gives so much fodder for people on the news to talk about. And yes, he does say things that I find to be really insulting. Sometimes some of the things are incredibly inappropriate, but when some of the other candidates are maybe looked at as not having so much transparency and 
even you know Hillary on the left you know some of the criticism that she gets is the fact that she doesn't really right she withholds information yep. she sort of doesn't you know isn't completely forthright with everything it's sort of funny to think that there is somebody that everybody thought Donald Trump is going to run for president right. okay sure and then you hear about him actually doing well yeah and, and it, it makes for good sound bites it makes for us talking absolutely. about it um he's not a dumb guy a lot of people no, come out as being dumb not he's not he's not a dumb guy he's smart at what he's doing he has to he he's playing a game right now right and there's specific people there's specific um uh specific segments of people that he's playing to right now to build up his i guess to build up his following right now mm-hmm. and so and it's just i mean it's all just a political you know math-based move is what he's doing um but it'd be interesting to see when it comes to more of like the general population how he can kind of you know come back a little bit or is he not is he just going to sit there because he can't win the general pop the, the general no, not with the if way he just keeps talking. you, you yeah. can't win it by slugging that out if there's a way he can kind of keep doing that but also have more of a unified approach i think it'd be really good uh, i don't think he has a really unified approach yet but he is saying what's the top of his mind he does not care who's running against him he, he'll <laughs> say you know even as a fellow republican or whatever he will talk against them it's i i think it's i think it's cool because i think that it's a mo- it could be a movement towards maybe a third party or maybe a third um, a third type of um, I don't know I don't want to say party but person or third type of mm-hmm. organization that come through and say you know hey Donald did it Donald shook it up by just kind of you know being completely against the grain how can we do that but in a more unified not and, insult everyone and not in insult the way. everybody so uh, and, and the last thing is like you I don't necessarily want him to go up to the you know to a table to you know, at the United Nations, at the United Nations, or that? with other, with other, with other presidents and stuff like that, and just be negotiating and just being, you know, it's you're not, fired. Yeah, it's you can't do that. <laughs> so that you know that that's my take on it. So it's it's I'm not I'm not completely opposed. I'm I'm open to the possibility that he could bring in some good. Um, he is saying some really dumb things, um, but he's also not backing down on some of his own party. And so you know even if the you know the Democrats too, if there was you know hey you know what we're doing isn't working and you're you're doing the same thing over the you know past couple of years, you know what can we do? So I, I like that about it, but that's my take. All right. Well. Speaking of people saying things that might be viewed as inappropriate, this brings us to our next topic that was submitted. And this is actually really cool. And it almost makes me sort of reflect on myself and how I use this. Yeah. The, um, so this, is, this comes from Laura, um, who was the Yeti. One of the winners, yeah. Cooler winner. Um, she says, this is her third thing, which is why... Uh, I got to frame it because it's all kind of like one long second. It's like a, she wants to talk about why children have no respect of anything and why the F word is so easily accepted in today's society. Now I don't a hundred percent agree. I think children do have respect of some things, um, but it is interesting because this is, this is, you know, the whole F word thing. Why is it so easily accepted in today's society? There's a couple, and you and I haven't even discussed this and where we were going to go with this. So, yeah. um, so there's a couple of different things. I'm very, I'm a very kind of open person, just kind of like, I, life is about, for me, I see it as a kind of a spectrum, right? You have your, I don't believe in the good versus evil. It's just more of like what's pleasurable to the human mind and what's not pleasurable to the human mind. And there's kind of like a bunch of different spectrums types of deal. And the F words, you know, the F word, you know, call it not even 10 years ago, like 20, 30, 40 years ago. If anybody uttered that, it was like, <gasps> it would stop a room. Mm-hmm. Now people say it, it's just kind of like, it's it's an adjective it's yeah. a verb and so I, I right now i think obviously it's just a word and it's obviously how people actually use it right um especially with kids it's tough right because you want to teach them a specific way um and some we actually had a question in here too it was actually uh, i guess you could say the consolation winner was a really good one which was you know should we um, you know, how do we shelter our kids? Do you know? Do we let them go? Or do we not let them do um, what they want to do? Um, but the F word is just like I use it. Um, I don't use it on this podcast. Um, somebody actually, we did get a comment that said I was using street language. I don't remember using the F word. He was F-word. probably talking to me. <laughs> probably talking to you. Um, but the F word is, is uh, I'm not trying to dance around it. I do use it. You do use it with close friends, right? You kind of use, you, you use it within the specific realm that you're in, right? Yeah, it's I'm context. not going to use it. Um, if I'm talking to another, um, you know, person, let's say uh, more respect, like if you're talking in like a more respectful kind of group of people where you're trying to like get some things done, you know, dropping the F-bomb kind of, it takes you back, right? It takes your credibility back once you use it in specific situations. Now, if you're speaking in front of a crowd and that's kind of, there's a, there's a famous, um, 
uh, entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk, mm-hmm. and he's been known to just drop the f bomb during speeches, during podcasts, during everything, and it works for him, right? It completely works for him because he's just he's the type of guy. I say what's on the top of my head. You take what you want from it, and everything like that. And it works for certain people. You just need to understand and have a method to your madness. Like, so he does. So what he says is he he uses the f word so that um, he gauges the room. So as he's sitting there talking, blah, blah, and then, you know, effing this and effing that, and he gauges the room to see how they respond to that, right? And then he can he kind of molds his his speeches and his talks to how they um, to how they react to mm-hmm. his saying the effort, which is it's pretty neat. So there's like a method to his madness. Uh, but if I'm sitting there at the dinner table with my mother and my dad, you know, I, I don't do it because it just kind of feels uncomfortable. So I tend to do it when I, I, I do it when there's a comfortability factor and when there's an uncomfortability factor. Like um, when my grandparents were alive, never would say that because I never heard them say it in front of us. So uh, I think in life there are some certain situations where you can have, a, for lack of a better term, like a sanctity mm-hmm. um, of a certain situation. Um, but then others, like when you're on the boat fishing, right? You know what? I, there's, there's no rules about f bombs when you're on the uh, <laughs> when you're on the boat fishing. Um, but in terms of kids, so this is what, this is the one I really want to drill down on is with my daughter. She um, it was right before we were leaving for about two or three weeks. She would she because she she's into coloring and drawing now. And if something happened or if she didn't draw it, she would say, "Damn it!" And really? Jill and I were like, "Where's that coming from?" I was like, "Oh my god!" And so she would say it a bunch, and she's like, oh, "Gina, what's going on?" I was like. <laughs> we don't we really don't we don't swear in front of her or anything like that and she would just keep saying it so we're not yelling you know we just say you know hey it's darn it or you know i we could say oh man and so <laughs> she's kind of doing it now it's definitely slowed down she's not she would say it like five or six times a day and she'd be just like in her she's so cute in her, in her car seat doing something this. like on the phone like she'd press something she'd go oh damn it and we both like and she, she's not <laughs> thinking it's not like she's saying it and looking for a um for a reaction so we it was like one day before we left for vacation i was like loading the dishwasher and everything like that and i did something she was right there and gina's right there and i put something in the wrong place or whatever and i was like damn it and i looked at gina and i was like oh i think it's me <laughs> i think it's me and so i was like oh darn it i meant to say oh darn it um and since then she has not said it so um in terms of like the f word um this is our um the landscapers landscaping are here. Friends. Yes, <laughs> always at, at, at this time so if you hear it i'm sorry um but in terms of like the f word i it's it's for kids specifically i i'm not one to tell people how to parent and you know and give you you know age frames and stuff like that i just know that i i probably won't I won't be teaching that she's gonna learn at school she's gonna say it around her friends it's gonna happen right and i can't control i can't police that um i just know that in certain situations and as you're growing up especially with your parents you kind of have like these it's just more of like a respectful kind of like group of things and just, you just don't say it. Right. And, um, I don't think I ever was sworn from my parents until I was like 18 or came back from college and stuff. It even felt weird doing it, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I just, I, I think at 15 or, or, you know, it's just, it's not appropriate. What's your take? I mean, I think it's different. I, I definitely agree with the fact of speaking in context, you know, having a job like I have where I talk for a living and I, you know, film and I do different TV things and internet video things like this and whatnot. Obviously I would never, you know, I'm very conscious of the way that I speak. And, um, but then other times, you know, like even on this podcast when we've maybe, you know, let a swear word, you know, sort of slip out every now and then I think that in certain contact context, it's not the first word that I go for. If we're going through like the list of all the bad words you can say, right? it's definitely not the one that's the closest to the top of my mind. But, you know, I mean, I I think it's kind of an interesting word because there are times where it can almost be the most appropriate adjective, you know, whether if you're talking about how something is that delicious or you are that angry or, you know, whatever. I, I definitely have, you know, said it before. I grew up, you know, it's interesting for better or for worse. I uh, my sister and I really grew up in a very lax household. Yep. And, um, and I look think, what you turn into. Exactly. Well, it's funny because, you know, it's, it's, it's honestly funny because it could go either way. And, you know, God love, I mean, I, I love my parents and I love my sister, but my sister and I are very, very different with how we sort of approached the fact that we were kind of grew up without rules. And my sister is an incredible person. I mean, I love her and I'm making that as a disclaimer before I say that with not having a lot of rules, I was still like a very, a very good kid and quite respectful, you know, maybe give myself a seven out of 10. Okay. 
my sister was probably was much closer to a three out of ten. Sure. You know, she really sort of took the liberties that she was given and kind of ran with them. But you know, so I think at times, you know, you think, well, do do strict a strict parenting does it make kids grow up really, really perfect, or are those the kids that tend to rebel more? And then if you're too lax with your kids, you know, do they take advantage of that, or do they grow up better because you know they had the cool parents that they didn't right. feel like they had to lie to? So you know, I speak very candidly um, in front of my mom and dad and my stepdad, and um, it's never really been an issue, but it's. Of course, it's one of those things where if I'm around my extended family or my grandmother or some sort, I never, ever use that kind of language, whether I'm describing something or I'm angry. It's just not what I do. Right. But when I'm in the context of friends, as you said, I also think it's interesting. And, you know, this is something I've always noticed. Do you never notice when you watch shows? Maybe because I, I love my reality TV and stuff. Oh I think it's God. interesting. I don't have cable. The words that get bleeped out, it's almost like, you know, all right. So if you hear if there's somebody's swearing, it's not not even it just in, even if a show's uh, movie's been edited for television, you know they'll keep the mother, but then they'll bleep out the oh, rest yeah, of the yeah, word. Yeah. But and excuse me, I'm just I'm just speaking as it would on television. They'll they'll use the word ass. Yep. But then whole gets yeah. bleeped out. That that makes no sense to me. I've never been able to figure that one out. Shouldn't yeah, it be I, a I bleep and then the <laughs> where, where do you put the bleep? Do you put it before or after? But I guess you have to... No, I think you have to... Shouldn't wait, you so bleep you're out the you ass? Isn't oh, ass the bad right, word? Ah. Hole is not a bad word. So you, beep hole. May, I don't know. Versus ass we beep. We should look that up. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, ass beep. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. So I think, I mean, for young people, I mean, th- if you're watching TV, I mean, the B word is a word yeah. that is that's not even edited out anymore. I know. Um, I mean, TV and of course, and we could get into the young kids and their rap music and their rock music. Oh, and, and, and their baggy uh, pants and, and their, their ba- hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I will tell you, like I, it does influence you. Like a lot of people who say that you know the music and TV and shows and video games don't influence. It does influence Absolutely people. Absolutely, it, it influenced me. Yeah, I remember course. walking around in high school and my, you know, and if somebody, I was told my dad, like if somebody were to jump me or something like that, I was going to give him like the stone cold stunner. He's like, son, that's <laughs> please don't do that <laughs> it's like one that won't save you and then two you'll just be demolished <laughs> i grew up we weren't allowed um we were not allowed like our my my stepdad was pretty conservative when i especially when we were younger until you know we just went off the handle and the rules didn't apply anymore but when we were young we weren't allowed to watch um melrose place and 90210 oh, yeah. I know I really missed out. I feel as though. Yeah, the um, it definitely it definitely does. You know, TV, video games, music definitely of course. impact kids. The thing that I can't stand, um, and I, I could never understand. I could I ne- could never stand it even when I was like in a, in high school, college, when I started using this language. Was there certain people that just used it just, just to, to use, use it? it right? Yeah, it's obnoxious. It's so, like you don't have to have a conversation where you use it. And it's funny. Um, I um. I, I, I did I don't listen to it anymore just because I don't have satellite radio or anything like but I used to listen to Howard Stern um, mm-hmm. he was, whether you like him or hate him or whatever just a brilliant broadcaster he is amazing and um, when he moved over from regular radio which you can't say anything right everything's being out to um, satellite serious is at that time um, you could say whatever you want right and so he actually um, noticed that his entire like crew everybody was dropping f bombs and just kind of like saying all like the bad words and everything like that. And so finally, after a couple of weeks, he was like, this, this is the deal. Nobody else, nobody's allowed to say a bad word. He was like, and if you do, I think he had like something goofy that he'd have mm-hmm. to make them do. He was like, everybody is just abusing it now because they're just trying to do it. And like, because, it's like being you know, able to do it just for the sake of right. it. Right. And he was like, we're not using it. We can't, we can't use those words anymore. And so I, I think it's obviously people got like what they, you know, it's, it's, I don't think he has that rule anymore because I think it kind of just mellowed out. But just like a couple of people would come in and just like everything would just be dropping F-bombs just because they could. So it's just, I just don't like, like when it's forced, when it's, when it's part of mm-hmm. people's everyday vernacular. Well, it's not very, it doesn't make them sound very educated. No, that's too, and, that, and that's a big thing too is, uh, I think speaking of this, um, there's another celebrity. I don't know much about her, but her name's Amber Rose. Oh uh, yeah. And she was, um, she was. She's on the, um, the show Orange is the New Black. I have no clue what that is in the third season of it yeah <laughs> third season second S- show and she shows up at the 32nd minute <laughs> um no but i guess she was using the word conversate with her um with her 
son or daughter or whatever it was and you know it's oh i'm thinking of the wrong person i'm thinking uh, of somebody close. else but anyways but it's and she was saying how it's not oh amber rose oh she's a um she was married to a hip-hop artist named wiz khalifa okay um but i guess you know the words my pop culture the words she was using weren't actually english words and her her defense was that you know kids these days need to learn slang and need to do all these things her child's two yeah child's baby two and the the baby needs to learn. I does not. I don't think the baby needs to learn slang, right? You're gonna pick. You're gonna pick up slang as you go about your daily lives. That you, you you don't need to be teaching your children slang. It's just how I feel. Yeah, of um, course. And it just goes back to the kind of like the educated thing. Now again, if you make it on reality TV and you don't have to go through <laughs> high school and you know college and stuff like that, good you're for so you. You're so lucky. You're so lucky. But you know, just the, I've even noticed this kind of like even in college when I would talk to people and just use like bad words and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll just use this my whole entire life well things change right Mm -hmm. you grow up and then you you kind of find yourself meeting people that don't necessarily drive with that but you like other things about them so in order to continue a conversation you just can't talk like you know a crazy person no so um so that's at least not outside your house so that's so that's our take on the f-bomb and street talk and use it in context but don't overuse it because then you just sound like an idiot yes absolutely so our last topic something again that is very, very relevant to right now and honestly is really, really, really sad. And Cecil the Lion. Yeah. For those of you who are not familiar, I mean, many, many people are aware of what Cecil or Cecil? I called him Cecil, but maybe it's Cecil. You call him him whatever you want. Cecil Cecil, however you want to, is the most famous and protected lion on a big game hunt in Zimbabwe. And it came out that about a week or so ago, he was killed. And incredibly graphic basically he lived in protected land in zimbabwe on the safaris that people you know these people go on these amazing safaris and he was really like the head of the pride out in zimbabwe and they found his body and of course because he was the main lion on this pack and on this this area he had a collar on his body was found this lion and it was beheaded it had been skinned and it was actually outside the confines of this kind of protected game area and nobody knew. And it was like this, you know, national news in Zimbabwe. And then it like sort of spread all over international news because people wanted to know who would kill this beloved, incredible, incredible animal. Well, a couple days after this whole thing came out, people tracked down who it was a man named Walter Palmer. He's actually a man that lives in Minnesota. He's a dentist. He paid $55,000 to travel to Zimbabwe to get, you know, these certified guides to take him on a hunt to kill this lion. What they did was terrible. They actually took um, like a dead animal, not a lion, you know, maybe some kind of prey, an already dead animal, put it on the back of a truck and lured Cecil or Cecil outside of this park that he lived in. And once he was outside of the park, they shot him with a bow and arrow, which didn't kill him. So then they tracked him for 40 hours until they finally got him and killed him. As it turns out, because the power of the internet, this is what I love. When you are a jerk, if you do something Mm. wrong, we will find you. (laughs) We We will will find you. And what does Liam Neeson say in that movie? We will find you and we will kill you. That's what the internet has done. They have completely gone crazy. Everyone. This guy is a dentist. He has his own practice in Minnesota. Within hours of people finding out, people were taking to the internet, storming his personal Facebook account, storming the Yelp account for his dental practice, and going absolutely insane. So much so that Facebook and Yelp actually closed the businesses, like the actual listings, because I guess the Facebook page had a dental practice, and people were writing kind of funny things, but horrible things. And then more people are looking into this guy. He has a sexual harassment suit that was filed against him by a former woman that worked for him. He is really, really, really into this big game hunting, and he's got photos uh, online of his personal photo albums of him with dead cheetahs and elephants and rhino. I mean, right. it is cr- I am not into hunting, and that's just a personal thing. I get scared of the idea of it. I am close with people that like to hunt. I appreciate that people hunt to kill and eat something after. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, provided it is I'm going to kill something and then I'm going to eat it. But to me, the idea of killing this incredible beast, I just 
don't understand it. And that's my personal opinion. No, like when the hunting, hunting's interesting because most of the hunters, of all the hunters I know, like they have a respect of for course. nature and the environment. Absolutely, like as that, right? do the ones that I know. And um, it's but the ones that we know are not going out and taking down giraffes in Africa. Uh, yeah. Well, we're and not saying this guy took down a giraffe. We need to be careful. Oh no, 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 no! But he on his website he does ta- he has killed other things. He's okay. been a prolific game hunter for many years. I've never understood the big game hunting. Well, no. actually, you know what? I lie. I have. I, I understand it. Like meaning. I get why some of these guys do it. It's just a very like macho. Yeah, very it really must jack you up, it right? Does, but the way that he killed this one, and I'm it's not so terrible. For, it's like you literally, they, they, it's like wounded, and they're like tracking it until it gets outside the zone where it's a point where they can do. Like, what is so masculine about killing a an injured you, an animal? Injured animal, right? Yeah. And just it's for the pictures for him to come back and mm-hmm. say, "Look what I did," and you know, and just I. I, I don't get it. Like even even the regular big game hunting mm-hmm. of like killing rhinos or killing all these different things, I I think it's just so so stupid. I mean, it's so you're, sad. You're not, you're not eating now. If you're living, and I get I I'm completely ignorant to this, mm-hmm. but if you're living, like if you're if you're a tribe person in Zimbabwe, if you're living there and they're coming after you know the animals coming after you and your family, of course, you, right? It's self defense. You got to kill it. You know, you're not spending, but he's spending the price of a Mercedes. To well, go here's the other thing too is, to and, and this is something that I think is completely, uh, I don't get it, and this is something I have a hard stance on, which is, you know, some of these countries over there, it's just money driven. So mm-hmm. they have these permits. So what they're saying is they're trying to control the population because there's too many lions. They're going to kill all these different things and mess up the ecosystem. That's bogus, right? Yep. These these countries are just trying to make money off of it from, you know, stupid Americans that will pay it. Right? Well, the guides that he went with have already been prosecuted. I mean, it's, because they illegally lured this lion out of an area. He wasn't. You can't kill this lion, yeah. and they did. And and some because there are areas in which you have to get a license to kill them. Mm-hmm. You know what have you? I don't understand it. And there's. Even down here in Florida, like you can get a license to go kill an alligator. You can kill alligators. You can kill turkeys and hogs. And, you know, the I, I, if you're gonna like if you're if you're going out there to eat it, if you're go if let's say you truly love alligator, and I love alligator from Lazy Days in Isla Mirada. That's really good. <laughs> um, and if you're gonna eat it, like go for it, right. And it's just but going out just to kill something for the kill is is it's just it's a mental egoic thing that might feel good in the moment but it's it's gonna haunt you later it's gonna there's something called karma and it actually exists it's coming to get you actually exists absolutely and and social media so walter palmer you are screwed so here's the funny thing about the karma and killing things i never kill like i don't even kill mosquitoes i don't kill but i don't kill anything in Georgia, they have horse flies. Oh, you gotta kill those. That's okay. Those are devils. <laughs> <They're> dev- those <laughs> are, <laughs> that's evil. Good in and the evil world. don't exist, but those are evil. <laughs> but literally, so we're in the pool, and like literally, it just like it just keeps like coming to get me. And so like finally, like, I smack one, and like there, I'm not kidding you. I mean, literally within like ten minutes, like fifteen came over. <laughs> so I did like smack a couple off my neck, slapped a couple off the pool deck or whatever, and I ended up. And I counted them. This is how bad I felt. Killed five, but I took them and then like I placed them into like like the garden or whatever it was, so that <laughs> something else could consume them. So I go to the beach like in the morning, go do my meditation, and sure enough, bam, on my leg, I look and it's a horsefly. <sighs> bites me, and I'm like, okay, that's one. Bam, another one bam, bites me again too. And so I told you, I was like, I have three more coming to me. I mean, I, I killed five, <laughs> three more are gonna come and bite me. I get it, but you know, I, I do not like killing those things. But literally, I mean. And they were going by Noah, and it, but they're so big. They're huge, and uh, you can hear them. They sound like birds when they buzz in your ear. And the sting doesn't actually hurt that much. It really it just does. Itches it, so bad. It, but it's just a massive thing just lands on you and just like bites you. And mm-hmm. it's like ah, oh. so it's just they are big. And there was um, I'm digressing too, but there was a a bat like right beside cool. the pool. I've never seen like a bat up close like in the wild. And I guess something had happened to it. Um, it was just sleeping like on the ground, so we were concerned about it and kind of let it go. It was during the middle of the day. And as I kind of, and it, we were reading stuff like you shouldn't like pick them up like during the day and stuff like let them go. And so it's kind of like getting to be dusk or whatever. So I kind of like just gently nudged it with a stick to make sure it was still okay. <laughs> and like it flared up and made this massive like chirping sound, like like a high frequency chirping sound. I had like a headache for like 20 <laughs> minutes. I was like, oh, I, I, he's fine. But I was like, oh, there's like a massive like high frequency sound. It was crazy. Um, so that's my. So the moral of the story is don't mess with a sleeping yeah. animal. But anyway, so going back to, <laughs> to going back to the big game hunting. Um, I I needed to like rent like a pressure washer from somewhere to, to clean something and where I live there's like a big rental spot and I walk in and you look up and like there's like bears everywhere right <gasps> bears and deer heads I get it people do it people eat those things and they want to whatever right that's yeah that's I don't you, have that's I don't, your prerogative I don't have stuffed bears in my, in my house 
okay, deer heads get it, you know, um, fine. Right. You want to see it and everything. I wouldn't want to wake up and look at the thing that I killed. Um, <laughs> but and I look up and look at the pictures behind the desk and there's this guy with like a lion and like, uh, I don't oh know if there's gosh. a rhino or not. Cause I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to, you know, to make things up, but he's like with these, like, ma- like, I think definitely like a lion, all these like massive big game things. And so I'm like looking at it like this, just kind of like, just, Oh my God. And the guy's like, what kind of pressure wash you want? I'm like, I don't know. And he was like, you want the 150, 250 or 350? I was like, I don't know. I, re- I was just looking, I'm like looking up at those pictures and looking at this guy. And I like, I was like, this guy, I, you know, I think he's so manly. And I was like, I don't even tell you what pressure washer I want. I was like, give me the middle size one. He was like, all right. He's like, you know how to start it? I was like, just put it in my car. Let me get out of here. <laughs> and so, but it was just like, I, there's just like these, all these pictures of big game hunting. Like I haven't been back since, right? I was just like, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. When we were in Alaska and we went to, we went halibut fishing. I think I told you Colin caught that 55 pound yeah. halibut. Yeah. I mean, we, we still have some of it. Oh, I forgot to bring you some. Thank you. I know. I just remembered. Damn it. I'll make Thank a note you. in my, my phone. Darn it. I will make a note in my phone to bring it next week. But when we had to get this 55 pound fish into the boat, yeah. I was like completely freaking out. I had, I had to go like to the front of the boat and like cover my ears because they had to hit it with like a bat, you yeah. know, to get... Even that, and even knowing we were going to eat it, and even, you know, some people say, like, my boyfriend would never, ever hunt. He is so, so against it, but he loves to fish. Right. So for him, he can sort of rationalize, I'm okay with fishing, but I'm not okay with hunting. Right. Just seeing something that bit, I mean, it was so scary for me. I just, yeah. I couldn't handle it at all. I could not handle it. You know, it's, uh, here's the one thing, like, if, it, like, the fit, it's all about rationalization is what it is. Um when when people say that they're not okay with hunting and everything like that, I, the, the and I even argue it too. It's do you eat chicken? Do you eat course, beef? Whatever. Right. Those animals are handled handled way more terribly mm-hmm. than if you're killing it of in course. the wild. Um, the big game stuff. Obviously, we're not talking about that. Um, fishing. It's I always have like I, I I always have respect for the fish when I catch it. Right. Um, I always eat the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And make sure that, you know, there's no waste and everything like that. And you fillet it the way you need to try not to make sure that it's, you know, it's suffering in any ways. Um, the whole reason for the bat is really just to kind of put it out is really what it is. And it's not a fun thing to look at. Nobody, you know, it's, it was, I I was freaking me out. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, you know, it's people, people tend to eat, you know, people, some people eat meat, some people don't. If you're going to eat meat, uh, I think you should obviously be aware of how your meat is handled, mm-hmm. like from a agricultural standpoint, Absolutely. and how it's slaughtered there, versus how somebody's actually going out in the woods and killing a deer and feeding his family off mm-hmm. of it. So, um, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the video of like chickens like just being. No, 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 no! Just, don't talk about that. Yeah. I don't wanna, it's I don't it's bad, right? It's, it's just it's, it's just bad. So, um, and and going back to it, it's why it's good to have the internet because you can see stuff like that. You can understand. You like, can educate yourself. Educate yourself. So. Um, big game, big big game hunting. Uh, no, Walter Palmer, you're a jerk. Oh man, now you're calling out names on this thing. I, I am. Oh, he's lawyers. already been called out. You know, the lawyers showing up here. <laughs> Great, Walter Palmer's lawyer can email me at Megan at thealternativedaily.com. <laughs> Subject line: Vitamix. <laughs> um, so, so speaking of Vitamix, um, one more time, one more time, we want to give away the Vitamix. Um, it's a really really nice Vitamix. Um, here's what you have to do. You have to email podcast at thealternativedaily.com. Subject line, Vitamix. So you have to tell us two things. One, burning question you want Jake and, you know, Megan to answer. Um, there aren't too many questions that we won't touch. Um, we, we won't, you know, tell you how to cure, treat, or remedy anything. Um, it doesn't have to be health-related either. You see that we actually talked about Donald Trump um, and politics, so we'll, 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 we'll talk about it, right? Just remember that if you guys want us to talk about something like that, we are going to give you our own opinion. Yeah, we'll give you our opinion, that. yes. So um, if it doesn't agree with you, we apologize and, in advance. But it's cool because that's what this, you know, that's what this podcast is all about. On mm-hmm. the site, you know what, we're direct. We're going to give you all these different things to make you healthier, better life, and everything. This is kind of like your more casual, kind of like see behind the scenes type of deal. So, um, so number one, so here's what you have to do. Podcast at the alternative daily.com subject line, Vitamix. First question is you have to ask us a question. First thing is to ask us a question <laughs> of what <laughs> you want us to answer. I do. Uh, a- ask us a question you want us to answer next week. Um, and number two, do you want to hear things other than health related things? Exactly. Cause we want to know, do you guys want us yeah. to only keep this health related or do you want us to talk about other things? And if I may make a note or a suggestion to people out there, 
please keep in mind that Jake is doing something wonderful by giving away these incredible, incredible prizes and free shipping and everything. So every and now and shipping. then, <laughs> no, every, we're gonna make them. We're gonna make them pay for shipping. Well, every now and then, it might be nice to throw in a please and a thank you. Oh, thank you. I yes. am the please. My friends call me the please police because somebody be like, "Hey, can you grab that?" And I'll say, "Okay." And yeah, and they'll say, "Can you please?" Well, grab I, that? I, I, I grew up with like serious. you read some of the emails and some people were you know send Not, me my yeti, please send it. And, right, yeah. No thank yous and all of that. So. Remember to say please and thank yeah. you. Your parents would appreciate that. Yeah, the um, they're very presumptuous people. Um, one of the, one of the questions we did get, I thought it was really presumptuous. It was funny. It was like, um, which Republican nominee will win the presidency next? You know, next election. I was like, that's <laughs> quite presumptuous because you're saying that that's going to happen. And you know, another one was kind of like. Um, um, Here's the address to send my Yeti to. And I was like, oh, so you're getting one, I guess, just by <laughs> forcing me to. Okay, fine. So um, so it pays to be nice, Pete. So, uh, Megan, where can you find us? You can find us online at thealternativedaily.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes if you search The Alternative Daily. Our podcast is also available on soundcloud.com. Please subscribe, review, share it with your friends. If you're on social media, we are as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, The Alternative Daily. Thank you, guys. I don't know if you can hear this, but I'm playing us out. I hear it. It's nice. Um, And thank you. So we were on hiatus for a little bit. But Um, now we're back. We're back. Summer vacation is over. Summer vacation. And then, you know, we're going to be back every week giving away Mm -hmm. some cool things. So thank you guys very much. And um, And don't worry, Colin. I got you a hat this time. Yes, we got a hat this time. (laughs) So um, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. There we go. <laughs>